Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Woke up this morning early, early in the morning. I got an email from, from Tommy, pretty daddy to Celestino, and it said, no sports today. It's all in all caps. The Panthers-Bears game broke the executive producer of this show. Forced to watch the entirety of that game. One of those films where they put those horrible things in people's eyes and make them watch some show over and over again where they can't blink. Tom is broken. He wants to talk about rainbows and puppy dogs and cooking recipes, shopping, anything other than... We're we're still going to talk sports. I just want you to know the headspace... Pretty daddy's in after two ugly teams had trouble being the other guy's daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was awful. Worse than what I just tried to do with pretty daddy as a wordplay. The universe feels scrambled in a bad way because of that game. But don't worry, it didn't change the phone number. It's still 855-212-4CBS. Tom, let me look. Yep, still on Twitter at pretty daddy CBS. Thought it might say, and I give up. That's his mood right now. I'm on there at sports. Yeah, what it's like to be a Bears fan. Sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Good morning. Happy Friday. What's going on? I was driving my car. That's not the big news. Yesterday. And something happened where I almost drove off the road. And then I literally spoke out loud to this thing that was occurring. And there was a response from the universe that then made me almost drive off the other side of the road. I actually almost took someone out, turn and left onto Sepulveda. I am sorry to the lady in the BMW. Everybody drives that car here. We'll get to that later. The tyranny of Christmas music. Are you kidding me? Uh, Deion Sanders likes it when people, I guess, punch each other in the face. Sort of football practice, sort of a UFC tryout. When I was younger... In Iowa, I used to go from Des Moines to the Quad Cities where a guy named Pat Militich, you MMA fans will know who this guy is, he had one of the original amazing training gyms for what became UFC. And guys would show up off the streets and get the crap kicked out of themselves. And those that could stay and make it would train at the gym and sleep on other guys' couches, and some of them became very wealthy UFC fighters. I once went there because I did a little boxing when I was younger, little being off the keyword. I'm like, I'm going to go and I'm going to train. And I walked in that gym and they're like, what's you doing here? And I said, I'm here to be a reporter. And I wrote about it instead. That's apparently what Deion Sanders is doing. It's Pat Militich, Bettendorf 2.0. With the Hunger Games? 
Maybe maybe this is the problem, Colorado. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We've got a hoopier than thou. And by the way, why is there, cover your kids' ears, earmuffs. There's like just porn themes just popping out everywhere. Like the Atlanta Hawks put together. Look, I get some of you don't feel a lot of excitement about the NBA in-season tournament. But the Hawks did not need to do some version of, like, Debbie goes to the in-season tournament or whatever to, to prep. you know, come on. Leave Debbie out of it. We got, some of us have kids. Well, hey, listen to that later. I'll give you a heads up. And then I'll tell you how, how what, what happened with a, a whole other thing in my life that connects to Debbie. Just get away, Debbie. What are you doing? Brian McFadden's going to be on the show. We'll, we'll try to keep this energy away from him. Uh, Buyer Sell is coming up, and we have Bum of the Week. You okay there? Good morning. Good morning, Bill. Happy Friday to you. I can't wait until we get to that Atlanta Hawks promo. I am, I am, <laughs> I'm really just, it threw me for a loop. Do you want to go to the NC? Not anymore. I want to stay married. <laughs> you know what you want. Yeah, for this promo to end. We'll play it for you in a little bit. Uh, you're sick. How's the old? Did you did you go Grand Manier? Did you go orange co- orange orange cognac cure? No, I did not. Shocker. I feel like uh, I shocker. sound a little bit better. Question you do. mark. Yeah, yeah. I feel pretty good. Don't sound great, you, but I feel pretty good. You look good. I'm proud of I'm proud of what you got. You got a red sweater on that just says "Dead Energy." I mean, it's like you are doing it, buddy. That promo, not made for you. All right, again, uh, it's not. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Here's what we're opening with: uh, Bears beat the Panthers. Who gives a bleep? Do you got anything else? Got anything else, America? What a terrible, terrible sixteen uh, thirteen win for the Bears. And it's actually the victory matters for Chicago in part because they own, as you probably know, the Pan- Tom's losing it. The Panthers' number one pick as well as their own, and so to just make sure Carolina stays in that one loss range and still in competition for the worst record in the National Football League this year and therefore the top pick which goes to Chicago that has some some value. They are tied with Arizona in that what one in eight range. But the real takeaway, the real problem, the real reality, the real fact, the real thing that I think is the irony of that game that smacks you in the face when you think about it, the only redeeming quality of Bears Panthers other than if you just like to watch paint dry, right? So maybe you just like to stare at horribly boring things. The only redeeming thing is the idea the Bears might be able to get the number one pick in the draft. Or at least, certainly it looks like, the number one or number two pick from Carolina. Their own pick is, it's not like the Bears are going to draft 29th. So they're going to have two top, you know, five, let's say five picks. But the idea is with that win, and, and you keep you keep Carolina at one win along with Arizona, you get the number one pick. And what's the presumption? It's Caleb Williams, and like every year, whoever it ends up being, the presumption is this will be the turning point, this will be the success, you get the number one pick in the draft. That means if you move on from Justin Fields, which seems likely, you get to get a quarterback who will turn things around, you get a cornerstone, the future is brighter. And the irony is, no, it's not, because the exact same logic that applied less than a year ago to the Carolina Panthers was playing on the field, reminding everybody that sometimes when you draft the guy, he's not the guy, and failure and disappointment leading to that opportunity just lead to more disappointment and failure. Bryce Young was awful. He looked terrible. He is not capable. And I was trying to come up with a nickname for this guy recently. Uh, and what did I come up with, Tom? I think it was, it was Bryce Dunn. Bryce Dunn. But it didn't quite click 
And then we got from that guy, Bryce Too Young, which is a better name because at least offers a little bit of hope. Now, the Panthers did have a chance to tie that game with a almost 60-yard field goal. It was 4th and 10. Everybody knew that was outside the kicker's range. He wasn't going to be able to hit that field goal. And Carolina, wisely, and I would have made the same choice if I was trying to win the game. And of course you are. They don't even get their own draft pick next year because they thought they didn't need it because they already had their quarterback. They, instead of going for it on 4th and 10, they go for the field goal. They miss it. It's brutal. It's painful. And it's a reminder they do not trust this young player at all. This guy's been sacked the 4th most times this season 29, including three last night, which, look, some of that's on the quarterback and some of that's on the football team, but it, it is a reminder that along with the shell shock of his failure is just a daily or at least weekly shell shock of getting his you-know-what shoved into the turf and or grass every single game. Bryce Young ranks last this season among quarterbacks in yards per pass attempt, 5.4. That is abysmally low. Yesterday was the second game of the year that Bryce too young Hopefully, Bryce Dunn is done, if it's actually written stone, did not throw a touchdown pass. Carolina had 213 yards of total offense. They are 1-8. They were a brutal watch. They were abysmal. And it's not like the Bears had some juggernaut of an offense. I guess Tyson Bajan's undefeated now, right? Is that the Bears' backup quarterback? His name is Tyson Bajan. Don't commit it to memory. You will never think of him again after this season. <laughs> He's 2-0 as a starter. Cool. A 20-33 for 162 yards. No turnovers, no sacks, no moments of brilliance, no moments of anything. He just was a guy on the field. There's no guarantee and there's no lock. And this, I think, to me, in the painful awfulness of that game, the reality is that, of course, when you are bad enough to draft with the top pick in the draft or near the top pick in the draft. And look, the Houston, Te- the, the Texans last year, remember, won a game at the end of the year they shouldn't have, didn't get the pick they were supposed to get, and then got to, had to, did draft the actual correct quarterback in this draft in C.J. Stroud. And remember that Anthony Richardson, who is injured right now for the Colts and felt like a real stretch where they drafted him, was really good and dynamic before he got injured. It's hard to assess because he's got such a small sample size now on his resume, but both those guys look better than Bryce Young. The conventional wisdom, the group think, what we think we know, and the way that what we think we know impacts the thinking of the people who should know, whose job it is to know. The idea there's always one guy and that guy's going to be fine just doesn't play out. Talked about this last draft. I will talk about this upcoming draft. You can go through the history. There is... Almost no draft in the history of the National Football League in the last 30 years in which the first three quarterbacks all succeed. If you want to narrow it down to the first two quarterbacks succeeding, it's a very low percentage where they both are successful. Would you say Carson Wentz and Jared Goff are both successful as an example of guys that went one and two? I would not. They're in the league. Carson Wentz barely back to the Rams as a backup, but not at the standards of the first and second picks in the draft. And Jared Goff obviously has resurrected his career. I don't think Wentz is a success. I don't. All he does is get guys fired. My point is that watching that game last night, the Bears need to do much more than just draft Caleb Williams or hope Carolina keeps losing. They have got to create a culture. They have to create a system on that football team. They have to have a head coach. I don't think it's the one they have. They have to have a football organization that is most likely 
to allow Caleb Williams, whoever the hell they draft next year, to play quarterback, to come in and not be mired in the failure and the incompetence and the awful rotten culture that is clearly still affecting this Panthers team. You got to be bad enough to draft the right quarterback, and then you got to fix it quickly enough that you're something different when that quarterback arrives. That's the reality. Because if the Chicago Bears do not find a way to not be next year's Panthers, they can draft whoever the hell they want. They can go back in time and draft Patrick Mahomes, man. It ain't going to work. Bryce Young is not good enough, and there's a good chance that he's broken. There's a good chance he's never going to get there. Some quarterbacks fail at this level, are overwhelmed and buried by the rush and difficulty and pressure and speed and all the other things that come with trying to play quarterback in the National Football League. Some young quarterbacks that get buried by the NFL the way that Bryce Young has been buried make their way back, but very, 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 very few. History and the odds tell us that last night's game, as awful as it was, as much as it emotionally broke Pretty Daddy, as much as it was hard to watch, that game almost certainly was the final reminder that Bryce Young's not going to work out. I hope I'm wrong. This is just the way this, these things... You get six, seven, eight, nine, ten games in an NFL season with a quarterback who was taken with the first pick or the second pick or the fifth pick and starts early, and he is not bad. He's awful. He looks like he doesn't belong. He doesn't even resemble the guy to play in college. There's usually no coming back from that. And while that's clearly a Bryce Young thing, and like in, in the real world, it doesn't matter if you or I fa- you know, why you or I fail, if we fail at our jobs, we are going to get the blame. Bosses don't tend to take the blame. While it may not entirely be Bryce Young's fault, he's going to take the blame. It may largely be the fault of that organization. The Bears, I'm sure, are very happy to win. Very happy to win. Since, it, again, they have Carolina's pick. More importantly is take note of that awful Panthers team. Do not, there's no, it doesn't matter who you draft in this next draft if you're going to replicate that culture. Matt Eberlews is probably not the guy. By probably not the guy, I mean, that guy's terrible. That guy's over his skis too. That guy's like Bryce Young. Maybe he could have been a good head coach, but he's not. And he's not going to be, and he's broken. He's clearly lost his ability to have any grasp of what he's doing. That was a terrible football game. That was two terrible football teams. And if you're Caleb Williams or any other quarterback with a chance of going with the first or second or third or fourth or fifth pick, you do not want to be a Chicago Bear unless they, unless they can show you somehow they will not be next year's version of both those teams we saw last night. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Twitter sports writer sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, at Pretty Daddy CBS. You can't look, man, or lady, whoever. I call my wife man. Remember the time we had this debate? She's still mad. Like, hey, man, what's up? Can you pass me the budget? I'm not a man. Like, okay. I'm not a dude. I don't, I don't work on a ranch. But, like, you know? <laughs> Going dude yesterday. That goes over great. I see why she's upset. It's, uh, no, she's right. <laughs> I'm not going to stop doing it, though. <laughs> it's November 10th, okay? Yesterday was November 9th. You can't play Christmas music. You can't play Christmas music. I almost drove, and then I had the Christmas station speaking directly to me, and I almost drove my car into another car. Some lady in a BMW, she was probably rocking out to Jingle Bells on November 9th. Why Christmas, why the tyranny of Christmas music must come to an end, and why Deion Sanders kind of likes the tyranny of one-on-one actual fights to practice. Both those things coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Writer Than You. So the old guy is choking out the young guy over the insult to the wife. Here's the great moral dilemma everyone's arguing. A, who was wrong, young guy or old guy, and B, what should the young guy have done? Should he have A, apologized, B, just let it go, C, called the police on cbs sports radio that that sparked that one sparked a lot of debate yesterday now i'll say this uh pretty daddy my my brother bobby and his his wife and the kiddos came into town last night they're hanging out for the weekend from, from denver and he went straight call the police <laughs> you can't do it man you cannot went, call the police he went straight it's police time and I, I kind of agree. Not kind of agree. I do agree. But you guys were the only ones that you spoke to, right? Like you and your brother. Nobody else said call the cops. I want to call the police on the people who are programming Christmas music. I like Christmas music, by the way. I like Christmas music. I am a fan of, of various kinds of Christmas music. You can't do bleeping Christmas music on November 9th. I'm driving yesterday to get some ingredients, Tom. Let me, let me, let me give this to you, okay? I got, I got my kids' cousins in town. I got my niece and my nephew. They're younger, kind of in the third grade, pre-kindergarten range. So I'm going to break out the big uncle move. I'm going to rock some homemade, made-from-scratch, lemon zest banana pancakes. They are Real good. Whoa, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. Strong, so, strong uncle move. When this show gets done, I'm going to commute all the way from the studio to my house. I'm going to get in the kitchen. I'm going to I'm gonna zest the hell out of some lemons. I'm going to try to block out the promo from the Atlanta Hawks. We're going to play in 20 minutes. I'm going to make some bleeping pancakes. So I'm, I'm driving. I'm driving. Yeah, strong uncle move. I'm driving to the old, the old grocery store. 
pretty excited. I'm in a good mood. I'm flipping through the stations. Like, oh, REO Speedwagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, here's Rihanna. Ah, Riri and I had a moment. I got to gotta move on. Like, oh, I've already heard that Taylor Swift song. Uh, I don't, this is, you know, audio sound. Eh, too depressing. I'm going to get pancakes. And then I come to a, I just, I'm driving, and I'm, and I'm turning left onto a busy street, and it's Christmas music. I almost drive into the car next to me, and I'm like, what? And I, I maybe 30 seconds, I'm listening. And I'm, I pick up my phone, which I know not, not a good idea. I just look, like, okay, it's November, right? And I didn't have a brain freeze. And I say out loud to, I talk to myself all the time when I drive. I talk to the drivers. Just when you drive? <laughs> I think you talk to yourself I talk all to the myself time. all the time. Nice, nice turn. No, wait, 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 stop at the stop sign, man. <laughs> and my kid will be like, he can't hear you. I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. No, I know. No, I won't do it. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> so I say to the radio, this is totally true, dude. I say to the radio, really? Christmas music in November? What kind of idiots are you? And on cue, the song ends. And a whatever, a, a little promo comes on and goes, with Christmas music in the back, goes, goes, are there people out there who say you should be doing Christmas music now? They're a Grinch. And they play like a cut of like people being like, I hate Christmas. Tell them to keep it down. And I start arguing with my radio. And then almost drove into a BMW. <laughs> well, you can't play Christmas music on November 9th. Day after, day after Thanksgiving is when the earliest it can start. All right, two things. I'm glad that while you were flipping the dial on the radio that you told yourself you have to get over Riri. I'm glad. I'm glad you're in that headspace. You guys did yeah, have well, a moment. She has to get over me. It was more. But, but thank you, yes. Two. Now, the station that you stumbled upon that was playing Christmas music. Yeah. Was it just one song on their playlist? No. Or 24-7? They are all Christmas music. They are 24-hour Christmas. It was called, like... Holly or 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 or, or pinecone or, or, or elf. <laughs> I don't remember mistletoe. Right, the mistletoe station. A temporary. I hate them. All right, I'm with you on that. Then you can sprinkle in some holiday music mm, at this point. You I cannot. Don't think so. You cannot go 24 seven. I don't think you can. Look, if you want some holiday music, then someone go write a a lot of bleepings today. A bleeping Thanksgiving song. You know, the turkey in the oven is cooking. I don't care. That was a bad one. If you feel this strongly about holiday music, right? when does the writer family put up their Christmas tree? Day after Thanksgiving is the earliest. My, we're, we're leaving town for the old uh, Thanksgiving for a few days. So when we get back, we'll probably rock a Christmas tree. I always say that. We always get it too late. My kids always get angry with me. See, if it was up to my wife, we would have the tree up already. See, I'm the opposite. I'll keep it up as long. It always dies on me, but I'll keep it up as long as I can because I like the smell. We get a real tree. Yeah, D cells don't go real tree. We go fake. Then tree. you're not real. Then you're not real Americans. You're not real Christmas followers. I mean, we're, we're almost not real people. You have forfeited your right to have any opinion on the Christmas music. Actually, no, you haven't because you agreed with me. You barely have a right. There's a lot of pros to going fake Christmas tree. I know. I, I'm. I, we've done it. I just. Dude, the smell alone, right? It just like smells like like it smells like a forest in your house. Am I supposed to want that? We've talked about how the right way to urinate is if you're a guy is to walk outside. This way, at least when you do the, when you use the bathroom, it smells like you're in a forest. Which, by the way, we totally don't agree on. We do agree on. <laughs> I'm not there. 100 correct. If there's a, a a vacant bathroom that I can use inside, yeah, I'm using it. 
No, but if you're if you're if you're, if you're camping and you're out under the stars in that moment where you're like, oh, I shouldn't have the third Budweiser. I got to walk into the woods. You feel connected to where you're supposed to be. How many times do you think I've been camping in my 35 years of life? Based on this conversation, not nearly enough. Never, not once. Let me give you a little homework assignment. You're not. Do you have a fence in your? Do you have a backyard? Uh, I have a very, very small backyard. Is, is there grass back there? Yes, but no fence. Can the neighbors see? There's yes, like it's wide open, wide open. But there's a tree. There's like trees and bushes. Sure. Yeah. If it's if it's midnight, nobody can see you. Sure. I need you to stake out a little path before it gets dark. We don't want you to trip and fall. I'm being. This is a real thing. Over the weekend, when your wife's asleep, do you, do you stay up later than she does sometimes? Uh, 50-50. Yeah. And when Will's asleep, you're going to walk out, you're going to find a bush, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to irrigate that baby, and you're going to report back on Monday. Just like, dude, you're going to feel so alive. I'm not doing it, man. No. You should do it. No. I can see why, I might like, do it this morning. I can see why people do it, like. Younger, like teenagers or whatever. Like you're Look, a grown man. Don't do it in someone else's yard. Don't do it on a church. I got a guy that I know once did it on a church and almost got arrested. Don't do that. Don't be yeah. idiot. Don't be drunk. But just you know, in a place where it's appropriate. There's no place that's yeah, appropriate no, other woods, than a man. bathroom. Out in nature. Sometimes guys have things they got to do, like fight. Apparently, see what that was. I'm gonna transition from urinating outside. To punching your own teammates in the face. Uh, I'm sure you saw this because I'm looking at email you sent me. I also saw it. Deion Sanders. Dude, am I going to break you eventually? You just. You, I'm broken. I'm there. I'm broken. <laughs> you just. You can attest to the audience. I am not even re- remotely different off the air than I am on the air. Same exact person to a T. I'll just call you in the middle of the day and just say, weird, like, hey, man, this expression's dumb. <laughs> Hey, man, what's going on? You hate it. It makes me happy. Hey, man, long time don't talk. You're just like, oh, I'm not going to pay for this conversation. Get off the phone <laughs> with me. Uh, Deion Sanders apparently likes fighting at practice. Obviously, guys who practice on the same team, or if you have, at times, you see this a lot in the NFL, that are, that are squads are going up against each other in practice, they get into fights, right? Okay. And it's frowned up. We don't do this. We gotta, you know, can't get injured. Deion Sanders loves it. And let's give you here, the, before we play this clip, the context of where of where this this uh, program is. Colorado started off with a bang, but they have obviously lagged. They're now four and five. They need to win, what, two of their last three to become bowl eligible. They've got Arizona tomorrow. Then they play at Washington State. Then they play at Utah. There is no guarantee they're going to win two games. There's no guarantee the way they play they're going to win any of those games. And on his coach's show, Deion Sanders had a unique way that apparently he thinks he can find the best version of his football team. Man, yeah. we've had a great week of practice. We had a couple fights, okay. which I like. Is that a good thing? That's a great thing. Right. Yeah, when you have a couple fights, that's a, that's a great thing. And I always want to know who won because I keep records. <laughs> yeah, I don't break them up. Some, some coaches break them up, but I don't right. break them up. Because some guys fight hoping for the breakup. No. <laughs> We're going to let you go. If you're going to commit, commit, right? Yeah, you commit. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in. So we did have a couple fights this week, and I love it. And they've been getting after it. And uh, it's almost like a rededication. I mean, maybe I'm missing something. And I don't feel incredibly strongly about this. I'm not outraged or angry or how I am just very skeptical. Although we've all been skeptical of Dion's methods and they've already overachieved or they've come back to earth. I, I just 
I don't think I want my teammates fighting each other. I know that I presume, Tom, these, these fights are offensive players versus defensive players, and there is a separation in those locker rooms. It's not as if, you know, the linebacker is really going to rely on the wide receiver in some, in some game, in some moment. I mean, they, they're, they're sort of separate entities on the same, on the same team. They, they work in different spheres. And I guess it's probably unlikely that one guy's going to break the other guy's face and, and put him out. But it certainly goes against the grain of, of, of how almost every other football coach in the country, as I understand it, sees these things. It is a very Hunger Games weird. You know Hunger Games, right? You got that reference? I like those movies. You ever read the books? No. Quite good. You got an issue with this? I'm okay with it. I'm kind of net neutral on this. I'm not going to take Dion at face value here. I think we need oh, to I translate do. what Dion is saying. I think they've lost five of six, and he's saying that he likes the fighting because he likes the passion. He likes the effort. He, he likes keeps the track hustle. of who wins and loses. I know, which I, I mean, I can't. That part I got a, got an issue with. If if that's for real, I got an issue with that. You well, can't, of course it's for real. As a college coach, you can't say that. You want to say that in the NFL? You can't say that Can as a college coach. Can I say coach. the quiet, uncomfortable part out loud? Please do. Dion, world-class athlete. World-class athlete. One of the greatest athletes that's, that we've ever seen in modern sports. He's not winning most of the fights he's having if he's having fights back in the day. I mean, Deion Sanders was not a 6'7", 280-pound player. Part of the knock on his NFL career was that yeah. he wasn't physical. 100%. Like, he's one of the only NFL players you've ever seen at the level of excellence that he was at that almost reminds you of a hockey player they have to protect. So it is, there is some irony, like, bro, if any of the guys, when you were coming up on the defensive side, took exception with your uh, jovial celebrations of you burning these guys in practice and want to fight you, in, in, in 99 out of 100 cases, I'm taking, I'm taking the other guy over Deion Sanders. They're not, they're not letting that fight happen back in the day because they're protecting Deion Sanders. He's not winning that fight against most of those dudes. I agree with you. And also, if I'm the Colorado AD, I can't like that Deion is saying that. Even if everything he said is true and he believes in, you can't, you can't have your head coach saying that. I think, I think he's gotten to the point where you just have to accept that he is going to operate in a really unusual way until, he's, until he, you think he's not successful. If and... I'm glad you put that part in at the end there. They've lost five of six, Bill. This is yeah. not the beginning yeah. of the year when they were surprising people. They've lost five of six. So I don't know if you just have to take it, if you just have to take it at this point. I think the so there's two ways to interpret Deion Sanders' program season, and it really is the same question you had at the start of the year, whether you believe in him or you don't. One way, I think, to interpret this is the guy overachieved early on Despite the transfer portal, he does not have the complete complement of the level of player he's going to recruit given his star power, those wins early on, and this is the beginning, right? They've already overachieved. This is the beginning way to go. Everything is great and rosy and grand. It's Christmas music 365 days a year in Colorado. That's, that's, that's view one. View two is they obviously had the talent and the personnel to win games against good teams, and that recruitment, that ability to inspire guys, bring in some players in, including his son who can play at a high level quickly, has been completely offset by the fact that you have to look at the tape and coach and adjust every single week. And Colorado has been the same team every week, and I've heard people make this case, while as every other teams and lesser programs have improved because they've outcoached Colorado every week. Every week there is more tape, and when there is tape, 
When there is an ability to look at teams, those teams are going to adjust you. And if you don't adjust to the adjustments, you're in big trouble. And if that's the reality, if Deion Sanders' staff are unable at this level to adjust week to week, it's different now than it was at his last stop. That does not bode well. It doesn't matter how well you recruit. If you can't improve week to week and understand that the teams you play are going to have a much, much easier roadmap on how to play you that you have to adjust to, you're in deep trouble. I'm not selling Dion stock yet, but I'm not buying it either. I'm, not, I'm just going to hold the stock that I have. Christmas music. And then you've got, in the radio business, we'll have promos, right? Like in the middle of the, we'll have, you know, hey, it's Bill Ryder. I hate Chris Paul. Hey, listen. Like whatever dumb, you know. They're, the actual promos in this station are, you don't like Christmas music? You're stupid. You should drive into the BMW next to you. Christmas music in November. I almost told you to come back with Christmas music in this segment as part of the bit, but I actually was worried that I would just drive the show off the cliff. So, I mean, that happens sometimes anyway, but it was just, <laughs> to quote the Big Lebowski, the show has crashed into the bleeping mountain. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number at Pretty Daddy CBS on Twitter, Sports Writer Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. The Atlanta Hawks have a very weird and sensual approach to trying to get people to care about some NBA in-season tournament. It is, in fact, a basketball tournament, not an inappropriate film that you shouldn't be watching, and we are going to get into that. We're going to listen to it. It's very weird. After we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Writer Than You. How do you break that news on a date, right? You're on a date, or you're like on date five. You really like this girl. And what is it? Is it, hey, I just need you to stop wearing socks? No, I don't think you can uh, You can admit information like that until it's time to, um, how do I say this, to take it to the next level. Got it. On CBS Sports Radio. We talk about some weird stuff on this show, and but you know what? The Atlanta Hawks beat all of us. Hold on for that in one second. But first... Want to let you know, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. I am excited about the NBA in-season tournament. Perhaps, perhaps it is slightly connected to the fact that I get to cover it and spend five days in Las Vegas on the dole of my company. Yeah, what dole? I don't mean the guys that make peaches. Yeah. I I love Vegas. But I'm, I am excited. I think it's an interesting attempt and way 
to try and, and this is a long-term play. It's not a short-term play, and you're not all going to want to buy into this or like it overnight. I'll just counter with a lot of us, myself included, have not liked a lot of the changes that have happened in sports. Division changes, teams going from one, like, remember the Astros were a National League team going to the American League, the wild card in baseball adjusting, even the adjustments this year, which I still don't like. But a lot of the times these things win us over. Even the play-in tournament and format in the NBA, maybe a better example, same league. I was skeptical of it. It's been really, really great. I understand that this is about trying to convince fans over the next five or ten years that this is a good idea. And a long-term play to make games in the regular season really important. And I understand in the short term you want to try to sell the idea of this being interesting. And there are ways to do that that are maybe a little too ambitious. See all the courts that they put out there. I was talking to a, one of my bosses yesterday, and he said, all right, all right, before I let you go, talk me into these courts. Because he thinks the in-season tournament's stupid. I think it's cool. And I just said, I can't. Those courts were terrible. I kind of like the Thunder's court, even though I had to wear sunglasses in my house at night to, to, to look at it. But I understand the ambition. I do not, though, understand what you're about to listen to. This is not made up. This is an actual promo from an Atlanta Hawks organization that is in the National Basketball Association. And this is how they thought they would win all of you over for the in-season NBA tournament. Only Hawks fans know where the real action is. Only Hawks fans know what they really want to see. And only Hawks fans know just where to get it. The all-new NBA in-season tournament. Join in and wake up your wild side. Hot five-on-five action. The NBA in-season tournament where your marriage goes to die. I mean, what is... How is that... Okay. Let me just give you some quick reactions from Hawks players, and we can all react together. Trey Young, I had no part of this, dot, dot, dot. DeJounte Murray, man, delete this bleep, S star, 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 exclamation points. I don't think he had stars in their time. Uh, no, I think he went with the real thing. Yeah, all caps. I mean, what, what, I get it, it's an OnlyFans play, uh, play on OnlyFans. I mean, that is a, that is a porno ad. For it, it, how much trouble is somebody getting in for that? You think somebody's getting in trouble for that? I did a little bit of research. Research with air quotes. Ooh, research. It is still up on the Hawks' official social media platforms. It is still up and out there. If you want to see the visual of this, you can go check it out on the Hawks' Twitter. I saw it this morning. Is she on camera? Uh, not completely. What is it by not completely? You, there you... are parts of her that are. All right. Let me give you a little – okay. This is going to veer into a, into, a, into like a non-sports story, but you didn't want to do sports today anyway. I was at the bookstore. Just to, but here's the connected theme. Why are pornographic things just like veering into our everyday life, right? This is not the way to sell the in-season tournament. The in-season tournament. I can't even finish that joke. It's not Wake appropriate. Up your wild side. Oh, my – No. And if I were, it wouldn't be with the in-season tournament. Although it is in Vegas, so I suppose they could, like, cross-brand. Hot five-on-five action. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> bad. All right, so here's a very quick true story. I I go to the bookstore recently to, to pick up a book for, like, my wife, right? We have a local bookstore in town. 
And I've been reading a lot lately, and I'm like, okay, I, I want to find a good book. And there's a book up on the bestsellers thing, and I, I, I read it like it's a sensation, but it's kind of like a teen, like one of these teen, it's about dragons and magic, I don't know. And I open it, and I'm like, oh, look, it actually looks kind of interesting. Like, uh, somebody said it's a new Harry Potter. I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. I go home, talking to my 14-year-old daughter, Madeline. My 14-year-old daughter, Madeline. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this book guy, Fourth Wing. I heard it's pretty good. She goes, and she's like, hold on. She goes into her room. She reads all the time, Tom. She comes out. She's holding the book that I'm now showing you because I brought it with me for this story. She's like, oh, I'm going to read it next to the one after. I'm like, oh, can I read it? Can I just check it out? So I open it. First page. Dude, it's addictive. A little overwrought, like 20-year-old woman drives a dragon, and she's like, oh, the 24-year-old wing leader is so hot. When he walks in the room, I, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, okay, teenage angst. I'm reading it. 100 pages, 200 pages, 300 pages. I'm telling my daughter as I'm reading this, oh, my God, it's so good. She, Mal goes, I'm going to read it next. I'm like, oh, yeah, you'll love it. 400 pages, 500. And then it turns in to a porno. And I mean, I'm reading this like, what it goes on for like 13 true story this is gonna get weird i call my mom and my dad i'm like can i let madeline read this like let me just read this and my mom goes honey did you learn things about the female body you didn't know from this book and i go mom i read i learned things about the male body i this is the most graphic i can't let her read it right now she like really wants to read it because i'm telling her can't let my 14 year old read it went from being harry potter to from the same mind of whoever came up with this Atlanta Hawks promo. And I'm, dude, I mean 13 pages of the most descriptive. Like, I'm reading it just thinking, like, is this a joke? Did somebody swap in a fake copy to, to, to mess with me? You cannot let your teenage daughter read the book. I wish I could read you like I did other people. Examples, the timid ones, of what I'm talking about to really illustrate this. But I can't because we'd all be fired. And by the way, how about some warning, Rebecca Yaros? Yaros? Like, good writer, but like, you gave me 450 pages of just dragons and action and like people killing. It was pretty interesting. It was good. It was good. I'm like, okay, I'm not really a dragon guy, but cool. Let's. And then it was just 13 pages of where, where did this come from? Were you in the meeting for the with the Atlanta Hawks and you were just felt inspired? Okay, that's, my, that's, that's what I got. Wake up your wild side. No, I'm good. Can I hear that again? It's so terrible. Hot 515 action. What is she saying? Hot 515 action? Uh, yes, yes, you got that. Yep. 515. A five on five. Oh, can I hear it again? I missed it. Oh, my God. Hot 515 action. Oh, I thought it was like a phone number or a code or something. <laughs> That's even better. Hot 5 on 5 action? They really went for it. I mean, also, the only people who are going to respond to that ad and buy tickets to the in-season tournament and fly to Vegas are people that nobody wants to be around, including the NBA. Yeah, I really don't. I'm here for the in-season tournament? Yeah. Guys wearing chains. I don't really think that's the audience the Hawks should be going for. Are you excited about I, – I, I am excited about the in-season tournament. Through your, like, fake, grumpy veneer, everything's terrible, even though you're a bleeping softy, are you a little excited, interested, when we get at least to the semifinals about this tournament? I was before it started. I had some optimism. Last Friday, when it first started, there were players that came out and spoke into a microphone and said they had no idea how it worked. They didn't care how it worked. 
They were just trying to win games like they normally do. So that mixed with I hated every single court that they used last Friday. So no, I'm every court. I'm sour on it. I mean, it's the first game, of course. I, I think like you have to give it. I think the assessment for me will be the, and I'll be there. Will be the the, the two Vegas games. There's a semifinal on two semifinals on Thursday, and then a final on that Saturday. And, and it's not that far from now. It's it's December seventh and ninth or somewhere in that range. We're, we're pretty. We're less than a month away. I think that'll be interesting. How hard do guys play? What are the matchups? Is the court something we can look at this time? I did like the Thunder's court, though. Like the Thunder and the Thunder court was, if I remember right, was very Aqua Blue. I was expecting Aquaman to jump out of the court. It looked like some sort of CGI Avatar Six Ocean. Hot five on five action. Hot five on five. Uh, the book, by the way, Tom. You don't have to text me privately. You can say it on the air. You frantically text me. What's the name of the book? I want it. Fourth Wing, Tom. Oh, I took a picture when you held it up. I'm good. Fourth. I got it. The sequel's out. I'm reading the sequel, though. And the sequel's like just in the sequel, she she has a little warning this time. And you would know this better than me because the first thing that I thought of, like when you buy a book or, or you get a book from the library like that, there's no like parental advisory like no. there would be on like an you know, old school CD. That's what shook me is that this is more graphic than any sex scene any Stephen King ever did. And it was on my daughter's bookshelf just sitting there to be read. So in another universe, if I hadn't read this weird dragon book, she just would have read it and just read it? There should be ratings on books like there are for movies. I don't know about, I mean, I don't, look, you can read what you want and and, and life is going to happen and it, it was more just the shocking, and, and by the way, it wasn't like a couple pages and it was just, how can I be as inappropriate as possible for 13 pages embedded in fi- the 500th page of this book? Hot five, hot five action. Uh, let's talk a little football with Brian Brian McFadden. He's coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Wake up your wild side. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.